Hi there, glad you're here. I'm Heidi Higgins, and you are listening to K-12 on Learning. I remember that choosing to enroll my children in an online school was a serious decision. Who should educate the children was a hot topic at my house. You know, I often joke that it was the second most important decision I ever made. The first was who to have the children with. If you're considering enrolling your child in an online school, or if you find yourself enrolled in one and feeling a little unsure, you're not alone. Seriously, you are not alone. There are many of us who are successfully educating our children at home. And you know what? It's actually working out and they're enjoying it. K-12 provides education for anyone and provides the resources to help along the way. Today, I'm privileged to introduce you to a unique panel of experienced parents. We call these parents learning coaches. They are the adults who are responsible for leading the education of their children at home. These women that you're going to meet today live throughout the country and know that schooling online has its own set of challenges, and yet each has been successful in developing a routine and leading their children to a quality K-12 education. We're going to include this group in upcoming podcasts as well, because I think you're going to be interested in what they have to say. From homes like yours, this is K-12 on learning. Here we discuss the K-12 online learning experience. We talk online schools, the challenges and strengths of online learning, and explore everything from kindergarten to career readiness in high school. There's a lot to talk about these days when it comes to online schools and learning from home. I'm Heidi Higgins. I've experienced the K-12 online world for nearly 20 years. I've seen it work in my home, with my own children, and now with my grandchildren. I would like to help you see how it can work for you. Welcome to K-12 on Learning. Well, welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, Today's session is a learning coach panel from veteran experienced learning coaches from many of our different K-12 powered schools or K-12 partnered schools across the nation. We're excited to hear some advice and tips from many of our amazing learning coaches that are joining us today. Wonderful. Thank you, Sonia. So I'm Kelly Kellen. I'm the K-12 vice president of retention for our managed schools. While I work for K-12 now is I previously homeschooled my students for 17 years using the K-12 curriculum. They now have graduated and gone on to college and on to their lives after college. We were a military family and also had special needs children. Uh, Stephanie, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Stephanie Chauvin. I'm a K-12 learning coach with Alabama Virtual Academy. I've been teaching my children as a learning coach for three years now. I have two children. One is in second grade and one is in kindergarten this year. We are a military family, and that is one of the reasons that we chose to use the K-12 program because we can, we know that it can move anywhere with us. Hi, my name is Joanna Sane. I have a fifth grader and a ninth grader, and we are part of the Arkansas Virtual Academy. This is our eighth year. We are self-employed, my husband and I, and so we love the K-12 powered school system because the flexibility it affords us as a family on the move, but also it gives us that structure and accountability that we need. Hi, everybody. My name is Allison Miller, and I have been a learning coach for 17 years. We've had four children go through K-12 programs. I've served as a board chair for the South Carolina Virtual Charter Schools. I've served in some volunteer capacities and I've been working on doing some presentations to help new families and new learning coaches get up to speed as they start new school years. Thank you. Hello there. 
I am Elmater Pleasant. I do K-12 through Friendship Public Charter School online here in Washington, D.C. I have been online schooling now for, this is my fourth year. I've had two children. One has gone on into high school and we are still schooling at home with my eight-year-old daughter. I do volunteer work with our school here in the area and I so look forward to working with more K-12 because K-12 allows you to have a broader opportunity to work with people outside of your immediate area. Hi, I'm Tracy Sommerfeld. I have three kids. I have got one child who's in K-12 and the other two homeschool through a different program. We initially chose K-12 because we want to travel. So K-12 gave us the accountability and the flexibility for us to go out and do what we really wanted. It's also been really great for us because my son, we're a blended family. My son lives at his dad's house part-time. So it's allowed us to be able to continue to school him online while still have the ability to go back and forth. Haley. Hi, my name is Haley Halloran-Clark, and I have been a learning coach for 13 years. I'm very proud that we're starting our 14th year this school year with Ohio Virtual Academy. I have two kids. One is already grown and finished with Ohio Virtual Academy, and I still have one left there. That is in ninth grade. My baby, so feeling a little emotional about that. But it's really nice. We've really enjoyed our time there. I have two special needs kids, and OHVA really helped my kids grow and thrive to where they're at now. Thank you. Makova? Hi, I'm Makova McCaskill. I have been with K-12 and doing learning coach for about nine years now. I have successfully completed my oldest child who has moved on to college. I chose K-12 because both, all three of my children were dealing with a lot of medical issues and it was recommended through the pediatrician. And ever since it has been amazing. I have loved it from the beginning. And I love the fact that it gives us the versatility of being able to control the environment our children are in, as well as it gives them the opportunity to meet children. And I get to meet learning coaches from other areas. And that's plus to everything. And you also get the opportunity to help other children as a learning coach that reach out to you during the uh, school season. So Allison, what do you wish you had known as a new learning coach? So what do I wish I had known as a new learning coach? So I think there are a few things that I learned along the way. So these aren't things that I figured out right up front. But over time, I figured out that having some structure in place was really important. In the beginning, we were kind of all over the place and unstructured. And it felt like all we were doing was school. But once we established some structure, a daily routine and some a weekly schedule, that really helped develop that efficiency. The other thing that was really helpful was doing some advanced preparations or having materials and supplies organized and nearby, having things printed so we didn't have to stop to do that was also very helpful and helped avoid some time-wasting disruptions. But these things will take place over time. So it's hard to jump in and have everything in place all at once. So just give yourself some time to move into a a structure and, and a format that works well for you. The second thing that I learned is not to, to just to avoid having school kind of take over the whole of life. There's always more to do. There's It's just a huge buffet of opportunity for learning. And while it's great to kind of develop a culture of learning in your home, just um, taking some time to do some other things and not letting school be everything you're doing is important. Taking some time for other activities and make sure you do some things to take care of yourself, some self-care and other kinds of activities that will be refreshing for you. And finally, just be sure to enjoy this amazing journey you're on. Kova. 
What would you like to share with us? Well, at the beginning of uh, being a learning coach, I had my expectations. But when it began, it was almost like a slight hurricane. Because like you say, you anticipate one thing, but then it's completely the opposite. And so I noticed that, again, uh, like the other learning coach, you had to get structured. You had to get a schedule. You had to get a routine. And once you got that routine in place, I would require my children, we had a dedicated space. We would set up everything from if you had a resource book to your your notebooks, your pencils, anything that you need at that particular moment was right there at your fingertips. And that made the transition a whole lot smoother. And I would recommend that for any learning coach. And also, I would tell learning coaches that are just starting, ask questions, reach out. We're here to help each other. And that will make it a whole lot easier so you don't panic or feel like you get overwhelmed because it's easy to do that. Thank you. So the one tip that I would share with all of the families just getting started on this journey, and it took me a couple of years to figure this out, is that I had to be the first one up in the home each day. If the kids started the day first, we were already behind. So me being up first about 30 minutes before the kids were up, getting a chance to have a cup of coffee, look at what the day was going to to uh, present to us from a schedule and things we had to do outside the home was probably the most important thing that I finally figured out. So Stephanie, what tip would you share with new learning coaches as they transition to learning at home? So there are several things that can help transition um, to learning at home. Uh, Having schedules and routines can help make the transition easier. Also trying to create a list of items that you really want to get done in the day and then just working on those items one at a time. I also like to have snacks on hand that are easy to grab so that we can have quick breaks and rest times between activities. It's important to set up a dedicated learning space and also it's really important to take time to organize your materials that are provided by K-12. Joanna? One tip that really helped me transitioning as a learning coach was to be patient. We have to be patient not only with ourselves, but with our kids, because this is new to all of us. And you have to temper your expectations and realize that this transition could be taxing on the whole family. That's important also, as Stephanie mentioned, clearly outlining what needs to be done that day so that your kids don't feel overwhelmed, but then give them some leeway when they are overwhelmed. And as a parent, we know the difference between when they're overwhelmed and when they're procrastinating. But during that transition period, we really need to be just a little extra gentle, a little extra patient with our kids and ourselves. Um, Heidi, what about you? In transitioning from a traditional school to working at home, I had to relearn a lot of things. So some of my tips might include that you have to realize that your school is not going to look like the one you attended. School is going to look a little bit differently, but at the same time, it's school and a lot of work has to get done. So I needed to be able to get in my mind that I had to accept both things, that it wasn't going to look the same and that it was still school. So I started to learn about what the expectations were for me as a learning coach. I needed to dig in as much as I could. So I searched and searched the K-12 websites. I searched my local school website and I found some 
real gems there that helped me and answered most of my questions. I also made sure that I checked my email a few times a day because with Mo, I had three children at the time and it, I, I had multiple emails that would come, sometimes from different teachers for the different children. So I made sure that I checked my emails a few times a day. I found that most of those questions and the, the concerns I had could be answered by those actions. I also wanted to learn more about the parent groups and other, other learning coaches that were going through the whole situation. But I was very very careful. I found quite a few of them, but I was very careful to only join and become a part of ones that were positive overall. It's it's easy to find the negative ones, but it takes a real effort to learn. And I wanted to find those people who were really invested in success and how they found it because I had made this choice and I now needed to make it work. I could talk about the bad stuff, but there's so much good. So I looked for the happy people. I learned I could trust them and that they would also tell me things to be aware of. And so that was a that was a very important thing for me to take back. I needed to make sure that I planned on being nearby the children at, at first especially. And then if they're little, my this isn't a, a significant investment in my time. And I wanted to make sure that when I set things up, that the location I was in was going to be simple and free of distractions. We wanted to make sure that all of our K-12 materials were nearby so that they were within arm reach when we needed something. I didn't lose children by going and finding the items in another room. And then I wanted to make sure that I was present and that my children were present. Whenever there was a, an event from a teacher, a class connect session, I wanted to make sure that we were there at least 15 minutes early because sometimes things happen and internet can be tricky. This also gave us a chance to know the teacher. I discovered that they were huge advocates for my children and that they would work with me one-on-one with any problem or issue. Almeida, how about your experience? Well, first of all, I'm completely humbled by some of the information that I've gathered right here with you. Being a, I will say, new compared to some of you, only having been here for four years now, I would like to share with any new learning coach that any transition takes time. When you start a new job, they put you on a probation period or training or orientation. When you are going to a new place of worship, they have someone that comes alongside of you and explain how things are done there. So uh, I think that we put unfair expectations on ourselves. When when your children were attending brick and mortar, they may not have actually gotten into good work until the second or the third week. The fact that we've taken our children out of brick and mortar in order to allow them to excel shows that we have expectations on ourselves. But we need to give ourselves a little opportunity to learn what we're doing before we beat up on ourselves. We're harder on ourselves than we are our children. With that being said, we need to also know that the organization that we've chosen to help us help our kids has been around for years. So there's not a question or an expectation that I don't think the K-12 has not heard of. So when we are reluctant and we're frightened, and most of our fear comes from failing our children, well, you've already taken the right step in the right direction. So the transition started before you put in paperwork that you were even coming to K-12. The transition started the mental mindset. And as long as you continue in the path of, I'm going to help my child 
become a productive human being, you're already on the right track. So relax, you're already on the right track. Thank you. We want to say thank you to these panelists who have joined us today that have taken the time to provide us with some ideas of how they navigate the challenging role of being a learning coach at home. We're going to invite them to come back and continue the conversation. So coming up on future episodes, how to work with multiple children, what these panelists did when their child was fidgety, how did you learn to navigate the online portion of the curriculum, these and other topics the panel will take on. We hope you'll join us. Thank you for listening to K-12 on Learning. To learn more about K-12's tuition-free public online schools, the Destinations Career Academies, or the international and private school options, go to k12.com. We invite you to subscribe so you can join us next time for K-12 on Learning.